0: Blog Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon. This is The Daily Show, which is all about freedom matters, you matter, life matters, your well being matters. We're pretty serious about this over here. There's been so much conversation during all of 2020 about coronavirus also known as COVID-19, and about civil unrest and about Black Lives Matter and about protests and demonstrations and riots and looting. And what comes back to me is that life matters. And we are all pinched in 2020, aren't we? With the ways in which life has really been pinched. We've gotten scared. We have this virus that comes flying in from China. We're all frightened. We get told that we have to incubate, isolate, quarantine. We're watching other countries around the world and what they're doing, most notably China. And then, in the midst of all that, we start getting civil unrest. And the news is replete with negativity. And the news is replete with demonstrations. And there's these incidences of intolerance for the way that our American government and our American culture is set up. And there are people who are taken to the streets. And it's not just black people. It's white and black people together. Well, all right. The Rachel's Divide closes a bit because they're together on that unfortunately these gatherings are filled with a lot of anger and rage and that turns into looting and a lot of destruction not just of property but also of people and so here we sit I'm the host of your show today Dr. Deb Carlin and my host Ron Williams is here as he can best be. So I'll see if he pops in on us today. It's always a pleasure when he does. So on Blood Talk Radio, I started this platform a number of years ago and it's called the K Factor, where K equals kindness and the factors are all the things that lead to it. And the factors <clears throat> are the guests that I bring you, the themes that I introduce, the conversation that I have with you while I'm here, the writings that I do when I'm off of this platform. And you know, it's really hard to walk the line these days to figure out where is the kindness? What does it actually mean? What are we talking about when we're talking about what's really kind? Because... In my book, in my world, in my perception, and how I have talked about the reasons behind this show, here's how it goes. I was raised on the theme of kindness. And I was taught that kindness is actually the real currency of our world, the real currency of humanity. Because when you have kindness, And it comes from a very genuine, authentic place inside of you. You can get almost anything that you want. But it's got to be genuine and well-intentioned with integrity. You know, we as human beings really do want to make the connection. We want to be interconnected. We want to have that bond between us. And the thing that I noticed so poignantly at this point in our history is that people don't believe in that bond. They believe that there's something always evil and nefarious in the background around the corner that's lurking either in our history or in the moment. Now, I have a lot of concerns about that because I don't think that that is a true. Statement. I don't think that that is a true reality for us as human beings in what I have identified and called the human condition. People need one another. We all need one another. We want our health and we want our well-being. And our authentic well-being covers a lot of things, doesn't it? Because it's not just about your looks. It's about your health. It's about the way that you feel inside of your body, how easy it is for you to move around and be flexible and walk with yourself or not. It is how relaxed and how functional your mind is, how much control and influence you have over your thoughts. Because in mind-body medicine, our thoughts are going to drive the health and well-being of our body. And it extends beyond that. It's our relationship with money. It's our relationship with our creator, our faith factor. It's our relationship with our family, with our friends, with our neighbors, with our co-workers, and with those who are right now strangers to us. There's about 11 factors that I've identified in the midst of authentic, holistic well-being, and it's all focused on having each one of us not just build our inner strength, but recognize that we already have an inner core of strength that is truly magnificent and beautiful. Now, these are not fluffy words. These are not just pie in the sky. This is what I have spent my life studying, and I know that it's the truth. Now, are there bad people in the world? There are people, there's no such thing as an evil infant. Babies aren't cruel when they come into the world. Somewhere people learn cruel. They learn mistrust. And if that trend continues throughout their infancy and their toddlerhood and their childhood, they grow up to be very cruel, cruel people. Or they turn the bend and somewhere along the line, someone has taught them real kindness and they come to trust. I do not believe that on the planet we need to have enemies anywhere, and yet we're surrounded by people who we feel like are our enemies. I certainly feel the reality of being in the midst of a culture here in my homeland of the United States of America. I feel the reality of people who hate me, they don't know me, but I fit a demographic that they hate because they have a perception and a mindset and an attitude about it. What did I do? I just was born into this vehicle that I live in. And that is why when we have a preconceived idea about what people are like because of the color of their skin or because of their age or their gender or their attractiveness or their lack thereof, their intelligence or their compromise, when we start making judgments on people because of that alone, without having an encounter with them, without having a chance to witness their behavior, that's called an ism looksism, ageism, racism, whateverism. And it's just, well, it's not really fair. It's that basic. It's not really fair. Do we have it? Yeah, and we have it across all of those fronts. You know, in our culture, we've had so many opportunities, all of us, for abundance, for freedoms, for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Why it is that it's being compromised right now, well, I think there's a lot of reasons involved in that. But what I do know is that as Americans here, I I can't believe that any of us are not compelled to want to continue the dream, continue the freedoms that we all have. Even those of you who are protesting and demonstrating and rioting and looting, I hope you see the freedoms that you have. I hope that you are looking at and seeing, this is going to sound a little off the charts, but the tolerance that so many people have had. Now, I don't agree with it because I don't like to see, to see anything destructive. Graffiti being put onto anything. Although I do have to say, so much of that graffiti, I see a lot of artistry in it. I wish that you would take to a canvas and really become the artist that you seem to be, that you have within you. And put it in a place where you can monetize it, where you can be a capitalist, you can be an artist, and you can land your artwork for sale all over the place. Have gallery showings. Express yourself. And express yourself in ways that are going to get you where I think you really want to land. I think it's so interesting that so many of the places that have been looted are these really incredible high-end luxury stores. Why? Because we all love and crave what is beautiful and valuable. We see others having it, and we, we have a desire for it. We long for it. So when you're angry, you go, and you break, and you burst in, and you take it, and you make it yours. Well, it kind of is and kind of isn't. Wouldn't you love the whole lifestyle that goes with it, including the respect that you get from your fellow citizens because you're doing really marvelous things and harmful things? Everybody in this culture can earn what it is that they want. I actually lead an entrepreneur group. My job is to help people realize their entrepreneurial dreams. No guarantees, but we do our best. It's a not-for-profit organization, and it's a beautiful model that's been around for about 35 years. I'm a lifelong entrepreneur. I've never had anybody doling out a paycheck for me to live on. I have had to create my ideas and find ways to be self-supporting so that I can achieve the dreams that I have. And I've got a lot. It's not easy, but it's interesting. And it's fun, and it's challenging. And it's what I have a passion for, so I do it. I believe in the United States, I do. I believe in our ability to achieve. I, I believe in our ability to come together. Haven't you seen, no matter who you are and where you are, haven't you seen the ways in which our country goes to the aid of everybody around the world when they're in trouble? Offering our hearts and our support, our money, our troops, our food, our clothing, our water, everything that another nation really needs, sometimes to the detriment of what we need here on our homeland, like right now. We're in so much trouble right now, but you know what? I see solutions all the time. And solutions that I see come from listening and speaking, not screaming, but really truly speaking. When you have issues, when you have complaints about something, to find ways to get your message out in ways that are going to be not just good for everybody around you, but listen, good for you. Aren't you exhausted? if you're out there in the streets rioting and looting, aren't you exhausted from all that? I can't believe that your health isn't suffering as a result of it. It concerns me. I believe that there are ways that we can all come to peace. Because life Matters. Freedom. Matters. And right now, everybody's freedom is compromised. Everybody's freedom is compromised. Those of you who have been arrested for looting and rioting, your freedom is majorly compromised right now. And I don't believe that that's what you went into it for. I believe that everybody's got a mission. And everybody has a purpose but we have to come at it in a solutions way that doesn't further divide us, but that brings us together. And there's so much opportunity for that. One of the things that I teach people how to do is how to get into the stillness and quiet your mind down. Pray. Meditate. They are authentically effective. I do a thing called heart math, which is biofeedback, where there's a little sensor that you clip on your ear and you plug the other end into your phone. And you get to see your own heart rhythm. And it teaches you the biological feedback. Very easy, very simple between your heart and your mind and you start to recognize the things that you're thinking about that are putting you in the danger zone. You might be really young and be feeling invincible but the things that we do that are angry, that are aggressive take a toll on us spiritually, intellectually, Physically, socially, my plea to you is to look for the resources. Google them, YouTube them, Meditations for Calm, Heart Math, the programs that are there, and look at them and find ways to be compelling. You know the the aggressive route is broadening the divide. I think making it bigger than it's ever been. And I believe, truthfully, that there's not a reason for that. We just had Labor Day, long holiday weekend. And Labor Day really celebrates the labor of our ancestors here in America who built this country, every part of it. And it's amazing. And to discredit all of it, does it run through your heart or run through your mind that people unintentionally, that you knew or might be related to were participants in what it is you're now ripping down. The police and law enforcement are here to protect us, not to do harm, but to really, truly enforce the law so that you're safe, we're all safe. If we all get into a non-competitive, cooperative spirit, everything is possible that's good. I think about this every day. I think about the upcoming elections, and I wonder what the outcome is going to be and what the consequence is going to be, regardless of who wins. I worry about all the people who are leaving the cities and what's gonna to happen to those properties. I worry about there not being police to answer anybody's nine one one call. <clears throat> because it's not it's not just a number that gets called when there's criminal activity. It's a number that gets called when there's somebody having a heart attack or they've been injured, they've fallen, they're choking. I certainly have been grateful to 911 when people who I loved were in danger and they came out and they were rescuing the police and the fire department and the ambulance. You know, things happen where we need help and resources that go beyond our immediate skill set. Friends, this is the K factor. Truly, what equals kindness and the factors are all the things that lead to it. I'm going to sign off early today. I'll be back again tomorrow. With a renewed energy, another message, and more hopes and prayers. That what's happening out in the world today shifts. So, maybe we're living in the contrast right now of where we don't want to be, and we find a way together in peace to have everything that is good, sacred, and integral so that we all share a wonderful, beautiful life. Until later, this is your host, minus my co host, Dr. Deb Carlin. Take care. Be careful out there. Peace out.